Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 356, The Eternals by Jack Kirby. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. Howdy. Howdy. How's it going? Pretty well. That's good. Pretty well. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jack Kirby. (laughs) He's pretty great. (laughs) So, yeah, so... Should all things go according to schedule, this episode will drop on August 28th, which is Jack Kirby's 100th birthday, should he be alive. Right? And we all know that he really is. He's he's like Elvis. He's him and Elvis and Tupac are living <laughs> in a cabin together. <laughs> Making sweet songs, comics, and songs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, there's only two people out of that group that I respect. Tupac and who? Jack Kirby. Oh, yes. Is this our first Jack Kirby comic? No, it is not. Okay. We, oh, it is a crime comic. Yeah, right. in the days of the mob. Yeah. yeah. So this is our first, I'd say, traditional Jack Kirby comic. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. What, what, what people normally think of when they think of Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> In fact, like, I have never read this before. Uh-huh. Um, I've never even looked at the Eternals before. Right. And, and I love Jack Kirby, but I've just never looked at him. Sure. This is one of the most Jack Kirby looking <laughs> things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's pretty much the Jack Kirbyest. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Like, some of the Fourth World stuff is, like, pretty Kirby ish. Yeah. And yeah. some of the Silver Surfer stuff is pretty. But, like, there's not a page. <laughs> In this book that doesn't look like, oh yeah, Jack Kirby did that. Right, right. Uh, the only thing that it is missing is just uh, random collages. Yeah. I'm kind of glad though, like, I think it's interesting he did collages, but that's... They're a little jarring. It's one of my least favorite things he ever did. No, I agree with you. But, but, they're kind of cool. Right. But not in, like, I would love to have one on my wall. Sure. Or like have a book, like an art book of all of his collages, but it, it kind of... Like maybe it takes you out of the story. Yeah, when all of a sudden Mr. Fantastic's like in front of a collage or right, something. Right. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would I would say this definitely rivals, if not surpasses, his new god stuff as far as you know, just the Kirby fire. <laughs> uh, just just Kirby to the bone. Kirby to the bone. Yeah, yeah. it is. The marrow in the this book tastes like Jack Kirby. I think it it doesn't. Well, it helps that every, like pretty much well ninety nine percent of the characters in this book are like in like crazy Kirby costumes, right? So that I mean, there's like maybe two or three humans that you see on a regular basis. Well, every, sure. Yeah. Everybody else is like in those weird helmets and armor and craziness. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> sorry, there was a weird noise and I got scared. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it was the uh, the Celestials coming. That, was, that harkened their return. Oh, the space gods. The space gods. <laughs> so should we talk about the story? I suppose we should. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I, you know, uh, have never read this before either. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure if you nope, nope. had peeked into it. I mean, when I got the book, I flipped through it. But, mm. like, yeah, I hadn't read it. Uh, the closest thing... 
Uh, I read part of the Neil Gaiman Eternals comic. And uh, I remember there being some sort of Eternals-related Max book that came out in the mid-2000s. I don't even remember that. Uh, I want to say Chuck Austin wrote it. And uh, my friend Bruce was a huge fan of it. And huh. that is literally all I remember of it. I know I've seen the, like, didn't Walt Simonson do or I think you're thinking of new guys. Or, maybe, or Mark Tixiera? Did he do a, I don't an Eternals thing? Somebody did one. I know there was an Eternals mini series in the mid-80s. And I think Walt Simonson wrote some of those. Mm. Like, he wrote, like, the last four issues. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, that certainly seems like a thing Mark Texera could have like just yeah randomly drawn. I feel like I feel like in my career. brain it, there's a cover at least by Texera. Right. Uh, and then yeah, there was a series in the late 2000s or late aughts mm-hmm. uh, that didn't last very long. I think I don't remember anything about them. But this is the OG. This is OG Eternals. Yeah. As as Kirby intended, which uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and throw this out there right now. Uh, there is a large portion of this book where, like you know, people freak out because there are superpowered beings among them. Yeah. And, and, and the, the the Eternals, the Deviants, and the Celestials, and Space Gods, and this and that and the other, and people with powers and. Everybody just reacts as if, oh my god, this can't actually be happening. Yeah. But, but then. <laughs> uh, but, but then also, it's revealed that this firmly takes place in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, like there's S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Yep. And... Uh, there's uh, a slight appearance by the thing. Oh, yeah, somebody's in a thing Halloween costume or something, right? Uh, he, he gets his face turned into things. Oh, face. that's what it is. Yeah, uh, because the Eternals are are showing off their powers, and and everybody knows who it is, right. and and that he's part of the Fantastic Four. That is weird. So why do people freak out? I I bet it's one of those things where it didn't start out in the Marvel universe, and Marvel was probably like, we gotta incorporate this into the eh, I guess fold. Yeah, it's just. It's one of those things that always bothers me. Like, you know, like, like this is a thing that's always bothered me about the X Men, is that you know everybody fears and hates them because they're super powered mutants. Mm-hmm. But uh, nobody gives a shit about the Avengers and the Fantastic Four, who are super powered. Well, they're not mutants. Well, they're not mutants. Yeah. But like, you know, there's a very fine line, and so like. It's just like, well, if you can accept those people, why can't you accept the X-Men? But, but can't you say that about all forms of racism? <laughs> also true. <laughs> I realized as I was saying this that, you know... No, you're right, though. Know, you're right. I mean, in that world, like, the reason that they fear them is that they're super-powered and weird. Right. But that's, you know, that's the same as, like, the Hulk or right, you know, yeah. whoever. But, but yeah, I think that maybe there, maybe that is... It's either... Like sloppy writing, or it is just one more reason that racism is fucking retarded. Well, I mean, did racism need any more reasons to be fucking retarded? <laughs> no. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And, and like, we, you know, we don't get political, but if you're listening to this and you're a fan of Donald Trump, seriously, just reevaluate your brain. Yeah. yeah. Because he's a fucking idiot. Yep. All right. Also, like, and that's coming from us. I mean, yeah. we're dumb. We're dumb, but man, we're way, yeah. way better people than him. And, and I'm going to go a little further. If you're a Donald Trump supporter, uh, stop listening to us. <laughs> I mean, I don't want you around. Right. right. Simple as that. Yeah, I, I took Cause, it because cause whether you're a racist or not, you support a man who supports Nazis. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Jack Kirby would hate you. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, he would hate Donald Trump. Uh-huh. You know, speaking of Jewish things, there's a the leader of the fourth uh, cycle or whatever they're called. Uh, the fourth host. The fourth host. Erishim. Uh-huh. Isn't that like the most Jewish name? Uh, probably. It sounds very Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is he not... trying to say maybe there's like a, like the Celestials are somehow, like future Jews? Or you know, something? some of some of the names of the hosts uh, all seem to have sort of a Hebrew, yeah, sort of right? slant to their names at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not be surprised at all if you know he maybe, you know, put some of, of his his own faith. Oh yeah, there, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of things in this book about. Like old gods and like even how, uh, the deviant crow inspired all of our biblical versions of the devil. The devil yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of like ties into that. Right. But it's, it, I like, I like that a lot about this book, how it's talking about, um, just where belief comes from and where our gods come from. And, right. Uh, I think if I recall correctly, uh, that Kirby sort of, Took his inspiration also a little bit from a book called *Chariots of the Gods*, okay, uh, which is uh, I want to say a book that came out in the early '60s uh, that was basically postulated that you know ancient space travelers came to Earth and basically deposited us here. Well, sort of, or also just at least molded you know humanity to to you know be on the path it's on, and you know. Like, you know, the reason that we have pyramids and, and other, like, sort of almost unexplained phenomena, you know, is because it was brought here by ancient technology, right. you know, from space gods, it basically. Make, it makes sense. Right? So, you know. Jack uh, Kirby is probably not of this world. You could definitely say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's weird that you say that. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before, I don't know. But, uh, so... You know, there was a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon from uh, oh, yeah. a couple of years ago. And, uh, like, it was uh, the last uh, traditionally animated one, not computer animated. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was an episode where I think it was either Leonardo or Donatello, like, goes to heaven. And uh, there's... Or, no, no. Uh, they he winds up meeting like a cartoonist who can like bring things to life with his pencil, mm-hmm. and it's all like these crazy like Jack Kirby inspired, you know, sort of uh, yeah. creations. And basically, it's Jack it's, Kirby. Right. Yeah. I think that was Donatello because I think that's based on the one shot, like the original. Oh, okay. Because I think that story is really similar to the Donatello one shot, if not the exact same. Okay. Thing. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've read it, but I think that was okay. similar. Yeah, but I've, I have seen that cartoon. And yeah, that yeah, was awesome. Pretty awesome, yeah. Uh, and also, there was a, an, episode, an issue of the uh, 
Wade and Waringo Fantastic Four, where uh, uh, I want to say it's uh, Ben Grimm goes to heaven and uh, he meets the creator, and it's Jack Kirby. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Uh, so, yeah, so Jack Kirby might be a god. Probably. Yeah. Uh, his output certainly uh, was godlike. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, in seven days, he did seven pages. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's about average for any. <laughs> oh, no, he no, no, he probably did seven pages per day. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what was it? So, so part of the reason why I picked this book, other than to help celebrate Jack's, uh, you know, centennial, mm-hmm. uh, was that also I've been on, on a huge Kirby kick for the last couple of months right. uh, after... 30-some years of being a comic book fan and not owning a single Jack Kirby comic. That's weird. Uh-huh. Well, it's only been about eight years since I decided, like, oh, yeah, I really like Jack Kirby. So, yeah. I'm late to the game on most of this. You know? But, at uh, least you're in the game now. Exactly. At least I'm not trying to argue that Steve Ditko is better. Oh, right my now. lord. That happened at my work yesterday. This guy came in talking about... <laughs> Just melted my brain. <laughs> he was surprised that I thought Jack Kirby was a better artist than Steve Ditko. Wow. And then I had Why to, would anyone be surprised at that? And then like my favorite part though was he threw out he's like he's like, Come on, Spider Man, come on. And I was like, You know Jack Kirby drew Spider Man before Steve Ditko, right? And he was like, <laughs> What? I was like, I think we're done here. Yeah. Yep. Uh but uh uh so you know, in all this, like, I've been reading stuff here and there, and apparently, like, when he went over to D.C., uh, like, part of his contract was that he had to output something like, like, 50 pages a week or something like that, like, completely drawn, inked, and edited. And I was like, that is insane. That can't, can't be that many, right? I don't know. Was it 15 pages a week, maybe? I don't know. I mean, fifty seems like even a lot for him, right? But I thought he did like two or two to three a day or something. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure. It was still whatever. What it is, is an insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say I couldn't even imagine doing fifteen pages a week, like like yeah. as a professional. Right, right. Like if I didn't have anything else I needed to do. Right. <clears throat> that'd be that'd be crazy. Right. Uh. And then also, you know, have, uh, you know, uh, Vince Coletta erasing half of what you do anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who, uh, I don't believe is an inker on this book at all. No, I think Mike Royer is a lot of the inks. Yeah. And another guy, too, but, uh, somebody. John Veer Putin. Yeah, I don't remember him. The, uh, the Poots. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, I think maybe this was at the point when Kirby finally had enough of Vince. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so 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 this comic book, uh, it's it's out there. Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find. Well, that too. Yeah, it's available digitally easily. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In print, eh, not so much. No, yeah. I mean you can find the single issues of this book pretty easily. Yeah. Other other than maybe number one, but like we see them a lot and. Uh, I've seen them in cheap bins and right. stuff like that, but, um, but yeah, this trade apparently is pretty rare. Yep. 
There's uh, two trades, which collect the all 19 issues and the annual. And then uh, there's an omnibus, which has it all. And all of them out of print. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I know they're not... Like, The Eternals isn't, like, the most popular Marvel comic ever. Right. Or even the, in the top 20 most popular Marvel comics ever. But So, I've, I've noticed this lately, especially in my, my attempt to track down Kirby stuff to buy. Uh, a lot of it is out of print. And I've also discovered that a lot of... Just... I think I actually discovered this when I was looking for the question trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of out-of-print books out there that you'd think would be like, well, nobody really yeah, for that, right. that go for hundreds of dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, like I just read the other day, Greg Ruka, uh, you know, had a run on The Punisher like five years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago. And they're all out of prints now, like the trade paperbacks. And they're going for like 50, 60 bucks on, on Amazon. That's ridiculous. It's like, it's a Greg Ruka Punisher comic. Why? I, you know, I have to wonder though, how many of those actually sell. Right. I think it's one of those things where once something's out of print, like there's this like unspoken agreement amongst, uh, comic book sellers on Amazon. Like, okay, then we can charge an insane right. amount of money for it yeah. and just hopefully we sell a couple or whatever. Right. Cause I mean, like, I mean, you look on eBay, and a lot of times stuff doesn't go as much on eBay, but it's just not on eBay. Right. But um, but if you see it on Amazon, it's like yeah, hundred bucks or whatever. Right. And you think it might be more like twenty five yeah. would be make more sense. Yeah, I mean, I I usually try to hold out, you know, and see if I can find a cheap deal somewhere, or like with the question, just getting super lucky after like a ten year search, right, and finding it for fifteen bucks at a local store. Yeah. Which is uh, nice. Right. But, uh, like, so, so this copy of The Eternals is probably the most I've ever paid for a trade paperback. Oh, wow, really? I paid close to $80 for this thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, because I had found it on eBay for about 40 bucks, and bought it, and the eBay seller never shipped it to me. And then after the two weeks or so delivery time that it was supposed to take with no tracking number, uh, suddenly they relisted it for about $80. Hmm. And so I... Shady. Yep, super shady. Uh, but I found another seller on Amazon who was selling it for about 75 bucks, and said, well, this is probably the only way I'm ever going to get this thing. Wow. So I paid for it. And, uh... And then they shipped it to me in the flimsiest packaging I've ever seen any book ever shipped to me. And it had a sticker on the cover. Oh, yeah. 80 bucks. Uh, isn't that crazy? It's fun. <laughs> Commerce. Yeah. So, so, so odd. Uh, which, you know, normally I don't care, you know, because I'm going to read it. And I'm just going to put it on a shelf and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put it in a vault or anything. Right. You know, you're not. Plan on reselling it for right, more money right. later, or... right? But you know, for the amount of money I paid for it, you think it would be a nicer, a little care, yeah. Into the, right. the packaging would be nice, yeah. right? Uh, well, so we've talked about almost everything but this comic. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So 
I think we were going to talk about the story. Yeah. It starts off with some explorers. Yeah, an archaeologist and his daughter and a, just a dude with a camera. And some sunglasses. And some nice sunglasses <laughs> and a ball cap. <laughs> Ike. 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 Yep. Uh, so yeah, so they, they're... Where are they? Are they in Egypt? They're not, they're, uh, like, I can't remember. Uh, Mexico, maybe? Oh, so they don't remember. They're, they're, they're looking been... for Incan burial grounds. So Detroit? Gonna guess Detroit. Yeah, it's probably Detroit. Maybe Toronto. <laughs> uh, He's looking. He's reading the comic. I am. This is good radio. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's... Uh, I don't say. No, but they're there. in, they're in like an old they're temple. An old tomb and temple, yep. So it's gotta be Detroit. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we remember all those RoboCop stories that took place in the oh, ancient yeah. temples of Detroit. Oh my god, that sounds like a great Frank Miller RoboCop screw. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they're, they're gone exploring, and uh, they, they uncover evidence of, a, of an ancient race that uh, may or may not have come from space to... Uh, to bring life to Earth. Deep within the burrows of this tomb. Yes. Like, like down many paths that yep. Ike Harris seems to sniff out like a bloodhound from yep. outer space. Yep, yep. Uh, and so uh, while they're they're messing around and they see like all this evidence and, and cool looking Jack Kirby stuff. Yep. Wow. Yep. yep. <laughs> Just crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy Kirby stuff. Yeah. And uh so you're the expert on this. So when did Alien come out? 79. 79. Mm-hmm. So uh, this came out, I think, in 76. Oh. Yeah. And uh, there's some stuff in that temple. Oh, that yeah. That very much reminds me of, like, like space jockeys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yep. So he thinks, uh, hey, really, Giger. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a ripoff artist. Yeah. Or a fan of Kirby's. Yeah, could be. Every, no, there's nothing new under the sun. It's true. It is true. Not that Giger's ever been under the sun. <laughs> I don't like that joke. <laughs> so they're in the temple. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so so they're uh, messing around with some stuff, and, uh, and uh, they wind up... Uh, Summoning the space gods to Earth. As one does. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Ike Harris uh, reveals himself for what he really is. Uh, he is an eternal named Icarus. Yeah. He's cleverly disguised his name as yep. Ike Harris. <laughs> uh, and uh, he blows these people's minds. Yep. Because he's been alive forever. Yeah. Or, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. Thereabouts. Since the dawn of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically it's revealed that, uh, these, these ancient space gods came to the earth and, uh, basically kickstarted life, uh, by, by doing experiments on monkeys. Yeah. As one does. That's right. It's still going on today. Uh, yep. And, uh, three dominant forms of life, uh, came from that. Uh, deviants, which like, are like you, like me, yeah, uh, <laughs> humans, like me, like you, and Eternals, like Joe G, like Joe G. That's yeah. right, perfect and ever living. Yeah, 
That's right. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, so the Deviants are like this race of sort of creepy, malformed monsters that, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, they're, not, they're like, they never know how they're gonna mutate. Like, yeah. Like, they, like, they're, they're not, they don't really, I mean, there's a few that look similar to one another, but, right. but there's just, it's like this crazy variety of yeah. weird monsters. They're monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, brings me up to something else that happens in the comic, but we'll we'll get there. Yeah, well. um, and then yeah, uh, normal humans uh, as as, uh, as as we know them, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Eternals who uh, basically all uh, move to the top of a mountain and uh, yeah, all uh, basically were perfect and had powers. So, yeah, so the yeah the Eternals hid in the mountains, the yeah. Deviants like. Hidden One underground. Up, yeah, in the yeah. caverns of, of Earth. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and basically both played into sort of the myths of gods and devils mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that we all know and love. And uh, and then we we meet uh, some other Eternals uh, eventually. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and they're all, you know, basically named after the myths like, of, of legend that we all know, mm-hmm. like uh, Mercury and uh, Circe mm-hmm. and uh, Athena and Zeus. Uh, but they all have slightly tweaked names. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah Mercury is, is awesome. I like that one. Yeah. He's a, he's a great one. Yeah. Makari is what it looks like. Yeah. Yep. And then they always complained about how humans always get their names. Yeah. Yeah. Which was funny. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a few funny things in this book. Yeah. So basically, uh, so they've uh, accidentally unleashed uh, or you know, s- signaled yeah. the, the space gods. So, yeah, because I, I guess they've been judging humanity in cycles for millennia. Right. And this is the fourth and final yeah. judgment. And they're going to see where we're at and if we're worth killing or leaving alive. Right. Uh, and so, uh, uh, the, the deviants also, uh, surface, and, uh, they're there to try to kill the space gods, because, uh, uh, they, they know that the space gods are probably gonna judge us harshly. <laughs> when they should. Uh-huh. Because, uh, well, let's see. So this book came out in 76, so it's only been 40 years in the uh, in the uh, the cycle, uh, there's a 50 year cycle where they stand in judgment of us. Oh yeah, so, so, so in 10 more years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it looks good. No, no. <laughs> based think, based you, on what we see today. Yeah, like just open your Twitter feed or news yep. feed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think they were, I think they were hoping for a, a lot more Star Trek style future, <laughs> where we all get along and like. Weren't we all? Yeah, right? I mean, at least the flying hoverboards I was hoping for is, if not the, like, you know, cashless carrying society, at least the hoverboards, but (laughs) neither one. Well, I mean, I I barely carry around cash. Well, that's true. Uh, Quite a few people I know actually don't. You you do, because you only get paid in cash. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and so so uh, the 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 deviants then decide that they're going to uh, uh, basically pull sort of like a watchman type situation, 
where they're going to try to unite all of humanity by basically pretending to be demons yeah. and the devil. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then go around destroying New York. So uh, Icarus uh, and, and Margot, the, the, the young human lady, uh, they, they take off to New York, uh, leaving behind uh, Dr. Damien, her father, uh, in uh, the Incan Temple, which has been sealed off yep. due to the arrival of the, uh, the space guys. And he's just there to die. And, yep. I mean, he's going to do research and live with the uh, Eternals that are in there. Yeah, Ajax. Ajax, yeah. yeah. Who... Looks kind of like a weird sort of Asgardian kind of yeah 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 uh, yeah. So Jack Kirby loves him some crazy looking gods, crazy helmets. Yep, uh, weird design. Yeah, they're so awesome. Uh, and so yeah, and so then uh, basically over the course of eleven issues, we get slowly introduced to like the the Eternals. Yeah. Right. Uh, which reminded me a lot of like modern day comics. Yeah. I mean, usually, like you know, for a comic of, of the time when this came out, you know, usually like the first issue, we've met, met the entire team. That's and true. All of their origins. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, throughout this, like you know, it takes issues for, mm-hmm. for characters to to come together and meet. And, and oh yeah. Uh, and like yeah, there's sometimes the the main characters aren't really present in the right. entire issue like yeah. like number nine of this series is my favorite issue by far yeah. it's the one where Athena goes down to uh, the deviants lair yeah. and watches the like gladiator style fights yeah that was such a good issue yeah. like and it's and you could just read that issue you know yeah but um oh yeah that's that's another thing like i mean you could just read a single issue of this book like in any order yeah and like i mean you might be I mean, there's a few recap things. There's like a little text recap yeah. at the beginning, but but I don't think, like like it's it's able to be able to be be read sequentially, mm-hmm. you know. But also, you could just grab an issue out of it and still be relatively okay with with everything that's happening, right? Because everything that happens in that issue is For, in that issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's not a lot of cliffhangers. Yeah, but yeah. I, if you do do that, I recommend number nine. That's yeah. a, that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, and uh, we we just get slowly introduced to to a bunch of different characters throughout, you know, that that may or may not have a bigger role later that we know. Of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of human characters here and there too, like uh, the weird professor. Oh yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, his class of of uh, well, I'm just gonna say dickhead students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking teenagers. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah. And then, like throughout the entire thing, like uh, there are uh, all these celestials that are just popping up all over the earth to stand in judgments. Oh, these giant monolith, like faceless monsters, yep. robots with crazy Kirby headpieces. Oh man, they're so <laughs> awesome! One of them has the formula of the destruction of the entire human race written on his thumb. Yep, that's badass. That is pretty badass. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say the Celestials are the most Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby thing that ever Jack Kirby, like, on a <laughs> yeah, 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 right? I agree. Yeah. They're pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, so, you know, a friend of mine uh, wanted to draw 
uh, something for the, to honor the Kirby birthday. And uh, she, she wasn't quite sure what to draw. I said, Celestial. Yeah. Because I think people should draw more Celestials. Right. I'm not going to. Because fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll draw one. But, but, but yeah, you, you, you people, you, you other artists out there, you go for it. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing looking. Yeah. Uh, I remember being so excited when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy and there was just like a brief scene of Celestial. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, the one with the, the thumb. Yeah, like was the, it? Oh, I didn't remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't remember its name. but I think that is Arisham. Yeah. I, I believe. The, one with yeah. the thumb. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was like, hey, this is Celestial. To my girlfriend who knew nothing about what I was saying. <laughs> Other than a possibly offensive term to Asians. <laughs> so yeah, so so this this volume that we read doesn't really it doesn't wrap everything up. No, no, it does not. Uh, it, yeah, definitely kind of ends on a cliffhanger of mm-hmm. sorts, uh, but also super dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the entire fate of the world is, uh, you know, is in balance here. It's just like, our, you know, we're about to be judged by these beings who, um, don't really feel any sort of connection to us. Right. So, they're, they're just watching us as we go about our lives when suddenly 2,000 feet tall robots show up and, uh, understandably, I would say freak out. Yeah. Yeah. We try to kill them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, oh yeah, like, yeah. Like the U.S. government sends like missiles shooting at them, and yep. as we would, you know, sure. as soon as we see something that looks different, we yep. probably would. Yep. A peaceful, non-judgmental aliens show up. I'm sure we'll, we'll just try to nuke them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We will murder anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're dumb. Yep. Uh. Yeah. And then the Eternals are there trying to warn people to just leave these guys alone. Yeah. Please. You're yeah. going to be fucked if you don't. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, humans will be humans. Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably the core of this book. Yeah. That humans are just probably not great. <laughs> Thanks, Jack Kirby. Yep. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Uh, so the art in this thing is amazing. It's, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say, a little hard to read at times. You know, at times, but not as much as I expected, right. honestly. Like, I, I thought it was gonna be more of a chore, because I've read some stuff that he's written before, and I'm always like, man, he is an awesome artist. When I'm done reading those right. things. And and I I like the strangeness of it I really do but it doesn't flow as well as like I would like usually right but this one I thought was a little better yeah it's not bad uh I mean it gets wordy it takes a while to read sometimes yeah, oh yeah yeah it is it is I definitely skip some captions here and there. oh wow really yeah yes uh especially some of them just got repetitive. Like, literally, there was a character who says, you know, a thing in a panel, and then two panels later, there's a caption. Say that. Yeah. Uh, Dialogue's a little clunky, but, 
man, the ideas presence and just the quality of the art alone just make it like so much better. Oh than, yeah, you know, the words it's behind so it. So unique. Yeah. yeah. Would you call it weird and lumpy? <laughs> Maybe. Because uh, in one of the the like the the back one of the things written in the back of the book here was a quote from Neil Gaiman about um, how Jack Kirby didn't get it right uh-huh. because the book was so weird and lumpy, uh, and that's right. why he was writing um, his mini series. Okay, because yeah. he came off so pompous in that little quote. Yeah, I did not read that. Especially uh, the like you know weird and lumpy. Okay, but he said Jack Kirby didn't get it right. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. That's that's like a quote. Yeah, I'm uh, like I recognize that Neil Gaiman's a good writer. Oh yeah, but yeah, he's pretty pompous. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like something like that. Just, I mean, you can say that it has its flaws for sure. Sure, yeah. But to say that he didn't get it right, he came up with it. Yeah, yeah, he got it right. As best as he could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, he just seemed kind of like a dick when I read that. Yeah, that's that's not cool. Yeah. And like I said, I read half of his eternal sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art's nice. Yeah. Well, well John Romero Jr. Yep. yep. He is great. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's... It's definitely worth a read just to see Jack Kirby just full oh. on, just just powering through, just pouring it out. Yep, pouring yep. his crackly brain. You know, the, you can just smell the Kirby crackle. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and and it's yeah, it is. It's by far, I would say, the weirdest thing that he ever did for Marvel. Yeah, during his would, tenure. Oh yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's up there with, like, just the weird parts of, like, Silver Surfer comics. Right. Like, that's what it feels like to me, like, the weird stuff. Yeah. Like, like, uh, because cause in my Kirby buying spree, I also picked up Silver Star. Uh, his, oh, yeah. His creator-owned series. That was, like, five years after this. I, I have not read that. Uh, like, I just fell through it, and it, it's definitely not as, uh, cosmic as this book mm-hmm. is. Uh, like, like it's definitely more of a air quotes grounded, right? You know, but, <laughs> you know, but it is also super weird, yeah. <laughs> and, and so it definitely reminds me of him just just cutting loose, yeah, and just doing weird bullshit. I love to see him do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like his art, like like that in the days of the mob book we read was awesome, but yeah. the weirder the better for Kirby, I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I just, uh, you know, like to see Kirby just unchained mm-hmm. and just going for it. Yep. He went for it and he got it right. Yep. Fuck you, Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, at the same time, I, mean, I, I just kind of backtracked to, to maybe put a little bit of defense to Neil Gaiman here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember... The much loved '90s comic Sleepwalker. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that being advertised as Sandman done right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
So that wasn't Jack Kirby's idea. Huh? No, no, yeah, it wasn't to, Jack Kirby's to do idea. That. But, but uh, yeah. So oh, that's funny. You know, maybe he was getting back at Marvel a little bit. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if, if if that's the case, then I'm on board. Yeah. But if he's just being totally serious about that, then he can go fuck himself. <laughs> right. And we may never know unless he's listening. Right. Which, if you are, uh, come on the show. Unless, yeah, unless you're a Trump supporter. Well, yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. Is he allowed to vote? Though? I mean, he's a British citizen, right? Or, is he, or does he live here now? He lives here now. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing he's probably a citizen here by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, you know. Like, like, you can point out things in Jack Kirby's work that, you know, do not appeal to you, or you just don't think works quite right, mm-hmm. but you just can't say that he got it wrong. Right. Oh, no. He didn't. It's beautiful. It yeah. really, this yeah. book is, this book is a lot better than I expected. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've seen it over the years, and I was like, I don't know, I'll just, I'll just buy his Run of the Demon or something, you know, right. but, but, like, yeah, no, it was, it was a lot better than I expected. I mean, I've got my certain Kirby books that I'm just like, eh, like, uh, I don't know. Like, Commandy is that for me, for right. sure. Like, Boy Commandos and stuff like that. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Challenges of the Unknown. Right. You know, Newsboy Legion. Like, like I'm, yeah, I'd rather not. Right. But, you know, at the same time, maybe they're yeah. gems like this. Right. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah. This is probably not one I would have just read. Right. But I'm really glad because yeah, some of the characters and environments are so beautiful in this book. Yeah, double page spreads, man. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ, he's he's, he's the best at that. Yeah, uh, and just yeah, like every page, like has like some weird Kirby thing on. Yeah, it. Like some machine. Every single page, like a oh, yeah. costume, a machine, a, 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 ri- a town, a river, or right. what, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something nuts. Even normal-looking things just don't look right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, that is that is clearly a video camera as envisioned by Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if some company designed like furniture Kirby style. Oh, that would be. Oh, oh man. <laughs> like what Kirby couch or oh, Kirby, Kirby TV? Yeah. Yeah. A Kirby uh, laptop. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Why hasn't anyone done that? I know, right? Oh my god! There should be like shells that you can just right? attach to yeah. for your pre-existing things. That'd be great. Oh my god, this is like a thousand dollar idea. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's the Eternals. Yeah, yeah. Pick it up somehow. Uh, most likely. In cheap bins. Right. Like or single, digital. single issues or digital, yeah. Uh, yeah, because good luck finding it. That's, oh yeah, you can buy, uh, the True Believer dollar copy oh, of yeah. the number one. Yeah, number one just came out as a Marvel reprint. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess maybe we could save, like, general Kirby talk for, for, uh, for the. Sure, the yeah. 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 Alright, well, let's do that. We're gonna go bake a. Birthday cake. Hell yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Only we could make our candles have Kirby crackle. Oh, that'd be awesome. 
That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm sure someone's done that, right? Oh, I'm birthday sure. cake family. Yeah. Alright, we'll be back. Yeah. Waking up, I watch another sun go down. Another day spent underground. In my world of pills. And I was thinking how the world should have cried. On the day Jack Kirby died, I wondered if I'm ill. I'll never trust myself again, but I don't care. And just set that plastic soul on fire and watch it
Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Yo! It's Jack fucking Kirby. Jack motherfucking Kirby! The king! King Thomas. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, Kirby 100. Hashtag. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, one heat. I mean, so, I feel like a little bit of a hypocrite. Because I have often said that... Because uh, you voted for Trump. Well, well there's that. <clears throat> I just thought he was going to make America great again. Right? I mean, he said he would. Right? And he grabbed him by the pussy and we're like, if that doesn't make things great, right? what does? I certainly know that I like to grab pussy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, uh, no, like, I've always said and felt that you shouldn't celebrate the birthdays of dead people. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like they're dead. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, whenever I'd see, like, a Google, like, uh, you know, right. page image, like, you know, like, it would be Mark yeah. Twain's 187th yeah. birthday. Right. No, I, like, I think the same thing when yeah. I see that. All right. Well, maybe, like, a centennial, though. I mean, that's pretty special. It is pretty special, yeah. Like, next year. You know, fuck Kirby. Right, Next yeah, year, yeah. fuck that guy. Yep, yep, yep. It's all about Bitco next year. <laughs> hell, hell, it's all about Sal Buscema next year. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Anybody but Kirby. <laughs> so next year, I'm going to do the Sal Buscema 100. <laughs> Will he be 100 next year? I have no idea. No, no. He'd probably be. Also, uh, how many career characters has Sal Buscema created? Um, Two. I don't know. Possibly. The the Iron Spider Man costume. He's probably created a handful, I would say. Oh, sure. Yeah. But but not not a hundred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so I saw a meme on Facebook the other day of uh you know, it was a picture of like, you know <clears throat> like just fireworks and, and explosions in the sky and it was like DC celebrating Kirby's 100 and then like a picture of like an empty room it was like Marvel <laughs> celebrating Kirby's 100 <laughs> like there's like like one of the stock boys is like reading the true believers and the right. like boys microwaving a sandwich <laughs> uh, it was like yeah like Marvel is really not stepping up to the plate here. That's true. I mean, they did release all those True Believers like, sure. like a couple of week or whatever, but yeah. but yeah, DC went all out. Yeah, like They've they got, did like, miniseries and hardcovers and yeah, like they're releasing like a lot of his out of print stuff that they had. Yeah, and they're putting that out now, uh, at least in the future. Uh, like even through next year, they've still got stuff coming out. Right. Yeah. Uh, Commandy Omnibus, which despite a few minutes ago me saying uh, like I'm not interested in Commandy, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe it'll be great. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like like they are, DC is, is, is pulling out the stops. You yeah. Know? And, and uh, when you consider how much of one universe he built over the other... He created. I mean, he yeah, he created a fair amount of DC things. Did he ever actually create anything at Marvel? Uh, that Stan guy did. Oh uh, yeah, so Stan did. Yeah. And like Jack, you know, he may help. He would, he would yeah. tell Jack what to draw. In fact, I heard that Stan actually drew a lot of those comics. Oh wow, yeah. And Jack well, Kirby I mean, just signed his name on it. You know, Stan did put out that book, How to Draw the Marvel. That's true. 
Jack probably read that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it is it is amazing the amount of things that he created that is still like fifty years later super popular. Right. Like in the pop culture, not just in um like the nerd circles. Right. Like it's crazy. Like and I, I think and he gets almost no credit for oh, it. Oh yeah. And and like you know you know like nobody that's just watching the movies even knows who he is, but, right. but there's a surprising number of people who are just kind of in the comics that, you know, like they come in a lot to my store that had no idea the amount of stuff that he creates. Like even people that work there. I mean, granted it's not like our comic book specialist or whatever that worked there, but right. like people that are like read a little bit of comics that work there had no idea because I've I've sang his praises. But sure. But, but yeah, no, it's just <clears throat> insane the number of things that he created that are still huge. Right. And, and have been. Yeah. Like consistently for decades. And, uh... Who else does that? I mean, Lightfeld. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. Like, like... For someone who does not get the credit that he deserves for it. You know, yeah, there's an amazing amount of stuff out there that is his. It'd be like if everyone walked around singing Eleanor Rigby but had no idea who wrote it. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's exactly what it would be like. Yep. People didn't know who the Beatles were, but they sang their songs all the time. Yeah, that is a great analogy. Uh, and, and, I mean, like, even, you know, when I wasn't particularly a fan of Kirby, like, at least I knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like his... Like, I yeah. knew his contributions, I knew what he did and, and what he did for them but you know, like I wasn't like a huge fan of his art, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that always, you know, blocked me from it. Right. But then it, It's, yeah, I mean it's it's so incredibly stylized that uh, you instantly either get it or you don't, yeah. and eventually you know, you might, you might warm up to it but yeah. it, it is, it's not something that you just kind of like go with the flow on, I mean it's right. it's it's a real specific style yeah uh and, and you know like I, I think i've said this numerous times just like at some point just like whatever it was i don't know when it happened like what the exact moment was but it was just like click it's there yeah and yeah. like i'm like oh wait were you high no because <laughs> most things in my life that click after a long time I want to smoke a little weed. Sure, sure. I'm like, ah, I understand the Racerhead, the movie. <laughs> the story makes, it's like as clear as a bell. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you know, it can happen. You know, we're, we're just after such a long period of time, like you can just get it right. one day, you know. And that's me. And like, you know, especially with him. Uh <clears throat> But, you know, like, the downside to that is that once you have that moment, then you just realize, like, how much of the spotlight Stan has stolen from oh, him. Yeah. You know? yeah. And part of me wants to just shit-talk Stan Lee. But it's, it's been done a lot. Yeah. I mean, even by us. Uh, and also, like, he just lost his wife. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to lay off that for yeah. a while, you know. But, uh, you know, I definitely think Kirby needs to be talked about more. 
Mm-hmm. And certainly, like, he's been brought more to the forefront, like, this year because of his, you know, centennial. Right. And, and again, yeah, like, I mean, <clears throat> another thing that I see a lot on the internet is, you know, like, like one of those sort of motivational kind of things is like, hey, you know, Jack Kirby created the Fantastic Four in his 40s. And it's like, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, you know, it's supposed to be like, yeah, it's never too late to, to, to be right. awesome. And, and you can definitely say that, like, from that point, like, from the point of the Fantastic Four through the 80s, like, Kirby was on fire. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, him through his 60s or yeah, 70s. I know, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, take motivation from that. Take inspiration. Yeah. But also never forget the fact that he was 20 when he created Captain America. I've, I've heard of that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was in the 30s. And it's still culturally relevant. Uh-huh. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, like, other than, like, Dracula, <laughs> there's not much else that you can say that about. No. Dracula, Frankenstein, Captain America. Right? Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Super, <laughs> Superman. But, I mean, even he's kind of like... You know. he, he drifts in and out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I He's definitely my favorite artist ever, yeah. Jack Kirby. And, uh, yeah, I, I wish I could have met him and tell him exactly how much I fucking love everything he did and everybody that he inspired. Yeah. Um, because the, the amount of people that he inspired have done, you know... An equal amount of amazing work that he did, right. but it took that many people to do an equally amount of amazing work as that one man, and I fucking love that guy for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, wh- when was the first time that you saw Kirby and said, "Oh"? Uh, it was about a week ago. Okay. I, I saw this book. Yeah. When you told me, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Who is this?" No, I can remember <laughs> when I was like, maybe like. 12 or 13 i was riding around in a car with my cousin john and my brother and we were on our like we every every thursday or friday we would go to comic shops around the area we would hit like three or four of them and i remember distinctly i was like in the back seat reading one of the comics i bought and it wasn't a jack kirby comic it was probably like flaming carriage or something but we were driving around and i remember they were talking in the front seat about Jack Kirby and just how, like, they didn't get it and how overrated he was and, like, they're just not really a fan. And I remember, like... So just asshole teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And, he, I mean, even then, he, Jack Kirby was not my favorite artist. Right. Art, Art Adams was. Sure. But I was, like, I remember, like, I had stopped reading whatever it was and I was, like, are you kidding me? Like, what? <laughs> like, I remember thinking, like, that was the most absurd thing I'd probably ever heard. Right. And, and, and like... I think from that moment forward, I paid a little more attention to Jack Kirby and was like, they're so wrong, you know? <laughs> but I remember even then thinking, like, you know, he's great. You know, he's not one one of my favorite artists, but he's great. And then, you know, I'm, I'm sure by the time I was a teenager, he was my favorite artist. So, Listen, like, the thing is, like, I was, like, your cousin and your brother, you know, like, mm-hmm. as a teenager. Oh, you're just, still like my brother. Well, I know, but... Uh, mentally, you know, at the time, I was just like, yeah, Jack, I mean, I don't, I don't get Jack Kirby. He's just, right. Like, his art's weird and blocky and kind of ugly. Right. It's like, it's super cartoony. You know, give me Neil Adams any day. Yeah. And, and Jim Lee is the shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, it, and it's all, 
It's know, all objective. Yeah, it's all objective, and it changes over the years. Like I said, he wasn't my favorite artist back then, and he is now, and yeah. who knows, 20 years from now, some other person I've never heard of might be my favorite artist. But, but, but yeah, I mean, just I mean, the... You know, I used to hate Mike Mignola. Right? Yeah. yeah. Some tastes change. Yeah, 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 you kind of like him now. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that's one thing, like, a lot of people sort of take for granted is that, you know, that taste do change and like just because you know you know 10 years ago i'd have been like i really don't care about jack kirby and now i'm like buying everything because that i possibly can oh which is kind of a a huge uh endeavor yeah yeah and uh but you know like like you know there could be a person who'd be like well i thought you didn't like jack kirby you know and and why are you doing this now right and it's just like well I mean, I changed. Yeah. Some people, I don't think, get that. Oh, yeah. No, I... I, My most vivid, like, relation to that uh, scenario is... I remember when I was in high school, when in my freshman year of high school, um, I was wearing a Glore t-shirt to school, and this punk rock kid started talking to me and befriending me because he was like, wow, you like Glore? That's awesome. And I was just like a metal kid. Right. And he tried to turn me on to... All kinds of punk rock. Like he went over to my house and he loaned he loaned me a Dead Kennedys Bedtime for Democracy cassette tape, and uh and he's like, if you like Guar, you're gonna love this. Like this is the same thing. And I was like, oh, awesome. And so, like, I took well, it first of all, <laughs> right? I know. So, <laughs> so I took that cassette home and I was like, oh, sweet. And I put it in and I started playing it. And I was like, what? This is just fucking noise. Like this isn't even what. And uh and I took it back to him. And I was like, I don't know, man. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really dig it. Right. And I was, you know, I was listening to like more like just metal stuff. And then a few years later, um, I think I was maybe still in high school or maybe just out of high school, but, um, Alternative Tentacles, the Dead Kennedys record label put out a CD called Virus 100 and it was their 100th release. And they had all these different artists covering Dead Kennedys songs. I didn't know that, but I happened to see it at a record store, and I was like, oh, wow, this has Faith No More and Sepultura and L7, all these bands on there. I was unaware of this record existing. Yeah, so I, so I bought it, and I was like, this is fucking great. And I was reading the liner notes, and I realized all these songs were Dead Kennedy songs just being covered. Right. And so I started buying some other records because I was like, "I'm that song's awesome. I want to hear it. And then, like, I began to really appreciate where they were coming from and to love them. Right. And so, like, two years later... I had a Dead Kennedys t-shirt on because I was now a fan. Sure. And I stopped some random gas station to get to get gas. And who was the man behind the counter <laughs> but but the punk rock kid from high school and he like gave me such shit about he was like like basically subtly calling me a poser right. for wearing the Dead Kennedy shirt and like just trying to be like so pompous about it but not in a like I'm joking around with you buddy kind of way but like in a, a real dick, yeah. yeah. And I left there thinking, like, I didn't even bother to explain to him. I was like, I don't owe him any sort of explanation. Because yeah. this is what I like. Right. I didn't like it then. You like it now. I like it now. Yeah. It happens. It does, yeah. right? And if only you could see you now with your Wonder Woman t-shirt. <laughs> I do have a Wonder Woman t-shirt on. I was laughing. I was like, I don't have a Wonder Woman I do have a Wonder Woman t-shirt <laughs> I just I have the... I mean, like, yeah, Wonder Woman's great. But I, I have this because Darwin flipped through it. Well, sure. The... <laughs> but yeah, so if, if Rob Ruland is listening, <laughs> I'm not going to call you out on the air or anything, Rob Ruland, but fuck you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. 
But yeah, it's just the way it happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it takes longer than others. That's true. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, never at all. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's things that, like, I, I wrote off, like, oh, that sucks when I was, like, you know, 20. Right. And I've never given it a second chance because I remember it sucking. Right. But I might, it might be, like, my favorite band ever. Right. And I've just, like, ignored it for 20 years because I, you know, I mean, I'm sure that happens. I'm pretty sure that there's, well, I mean, like, I can definitely point out one thing that, like, I saw, like, when Firefly came out. Like, I saw the first episode. I was like, wow, this TV show is fucking terrible. (laughs) And then, like, you know, like, years later when it was released on DVD, my friend was like, just give it a shot. And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever, just get off my back. And I watched it and fucking loved it. <laughs> right. I mean, it happens. Like, just. Oh, yeah. Like, you could just be having a bad day. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like, with the Dead Kennedys thing, like, your expect- expectations are coming from a certain angle. Right. I was like, oh, sweet. This is going to be, like, weird metal with, yep. like, crazy, yep. hilarious lyrics. And, and it wasn't yeah. at, at all. Like, I could not think of. I mean, there's some similarities, but for the most part, Cannot think of two different sounding bands. And having listened to the Dead Kennedys for about twenty years now, I can tell you that's their worst fucking album. So, like, so thanks for like trying to start me off there. That is by far the worst thing they ever put out. Right. Um, Bedtime for Democracy. It's it's their worst. Album. But anyway, so just you know, yeah, things to think about if you're trying to turn somebody yeah. onto something. But yeah. Uh... So yeah, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. Yeah. Happy fucking birthday, Jack Kirby. Damn right. I'm glad you picked this and uh, time timing wise, you know, yeah. good good show. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, sort of uh, living and breathing Kirby for the last eight months now. So, I, I, it would be really cool if you did some sort of like drawing based on one of his characters or something because you are an artist. I, I am. I try to be. I mean, you if know. you would have only thought of that, that would have been fitting. Yeah, I, you know, I never think ahead. Right, and it's. <laughs> Been a pain in the ass. Like, like I just recently did day nine hundred and thirty-seven on my blog, uh-huh. and it's like, oh man, that would have been the perfect opportunity to do like something date related. Oh yeah, right? Yeah, that would be perfect. That's our area code. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I didn't because I'm a dumb dumb, and I just I can't think ahead. Right, it happens. Yeah, eventually you might get it. <laughs> uh, but in all actuality, I've been drawing one hundred. Kirby sketches. Right. <laughs> They're on your blog. They are. Or most of them. Uh, at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm just a few days away from from wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. So today is uh, so today would be the 28th. So today I posted six. Yeah. New gods drawings. Nice. And uh, every single thing I've done, and the the next one in these last few days, uh, all available for five dollars each, and all the proceeds will go to the Hero Initiative. Which is the, they take care of comic book creators who are out of work. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and some of, sometimes in ill health, yep. um, who could really use the money. Exactly. Someone like maybe a Jack Kirby at some point in time mm-hmm. could have used. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, that said, there are like five or six that have been claimed and the rest are available. So get you some. Yeah. Get you some Kirby by way of Seanborn. Yeah. I apologize that I drew them. I know. Not it Kirby. Would, it would have been so much cool if it was Sean Bourne by way of Kirby. Right? Like oh, absolutely. Was... All my famous characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that have endured for decades. Yep. yep. Um, 
but no, like, like because, you know, so, like, I've been drawing a lot of Kermit characters. Yeah, you have. I've seen you draw a lot of Kermit characters. And uh, some of them not as well known as others. Uh, some of them that I deliberately chose not to draw, like Iron Man, you know, right. for whatever reason I chose not to, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, but you pull a lot of obscure, yeah, yeah. crazy ones out of the out sure, of the bag. Sure. And I did a lot of the big ones that I think are just you know, distinctively Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like the Punisher. Like the Punisher, yep. Frank Castle was weird, y'all. <laughs> Super weird. But, like, like while doing it, you know, I'm looking up, you know, these characters, because sometimes I don't actually know what they look like until, like, I look it up. But, like, I would do that, but then I would also do a secondary search for, like, that character name and Kirby to see mm-hmm. how he drew it originally. For sure. And every single time, I'm just like, you know, like some of the costume changes that people have made over the years, just unnecessary. Yeah, right. Like he got it, he got it right early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then also, man, I wish I drew more like Kirby. <laughs> like, like, you know, you you you're stuck with my shitty version <laughs> of these characters if you're buying any of them. I think they're very fitting and awesome. They're, he would be proud. Some of them are good. Some of them I really rushed through and. Should have taken more time, but I've only been working on this since December. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's impressive. It's an impressive tribute. Because then there's guys like Phil Hester who are you know drawing 100 in a day. And that's impossible. I don't believe him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe over the span of a few days. Yeah. yeah. Still, that's yeah. that's it's ridiculous. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. It's also you know. He, he doesn't have a day job, so that is his day job. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> is he doing just, like, head sketches, though? Or like, uh, if you're doing, like, full body, yeah. sometimes with backgrounds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing mostly head sketches. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe you could do but, 30 of those in a day or whatever. Probably, yeah. Uh, and I think he's also doing a lot by request, too. So he's not drawing 100 different characters. Yeah, yeah right. He's doing, or drawing 100 Kirby sketches. Oh, he's he's good. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with him. Nope, but, he's, but he's no Eric John Moore. Exactly. Phil Hester is horning in on my <laughs> 100 Kirby's. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to look, trying to like tag tag along there. Glad your coattails. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm glad that I eventually saw the light. Yeah, on Kirby. And, and well, praise the Lord. Exactly. And uh, my my wallet, however, has not been so great about it because I am. I'm buying a lot of shit. Well, yeah, that not I only should not be buying. Not only did he do an amazing amount of books, but like you said before, a lot of them are out of print. Yeah. So yeah, I've been lucky with some of them. Mm-hmm. The Eternals is pretty much the one that kind of fucked me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, uh, but Marvel, get on that shit. Reprint some of the stuff. What? Yeah. What are they waiting for? His hundred and tenth birthday. Right. Yeah. Like, I think they're reprinting, like, his Inhumans stories. But that's probably just to coincide with the TV show. Most likely, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just, uh, I think, I feel like they, they put out some of those epic collections, which has some of his stories yeah. in Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, like, you know, definitively, these are Jack Kirk right. stories. Yeah. You know, whereas DC is like, Here's a thousand-page book of the new gods, everything that he ever did. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, they're treating him so good. Yeah. 
Uh, which is weird when you consider that as DC. Yeah, usually I think of DC as more of the the money grubbing right. kind of. But uh, who knows? Uh, yeah, busy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. But, but you know, it's it's weird that you know, like, because Disney honored Jack Kirby with like a, a some sort of like Hall of Fame kind of thing. Oh yeah. Recently, I did not. Which is like, yeah, that's cool. You know, especially you know on the, on the centennial, but you know. Uh, at the same time, like you didn't work for Disney, you just bought the shit that he made right. like, from somebody else. Didn't he do? Who did he? Fleischer. That's who he worked for, wasn't yeah, it? Fleischer's yeah. Dude, okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're harboring a grudge. Yeah, it could be. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Um. Man, I just felt like I had something else to say, and it just literally left my head. Was it about farts? Could have been. No. Uh, sharks, though. Ah, yes. <laughs> Penis fest? No one could shart like Kirby. That's what it was. <laughs> Those 20 hour long marathon drawing, right. uh, marathons. Right. In the basement with a cigar. Like, I know you and I and our friend Joe G have all made attempts at doing 24 hour comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that Joe G and I have given up like halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how in the fuck? Right? right. Yeah. I know, yes. to do that. Like, that's his, that's his daily routine, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I read that what he did was he would get up super early and he would draw until, like, I want to say sometime in the afternoon when his kids got home. Yeah. And he would, he would spend time with them, like, play with them and eat dinner. And then he would go, go back downstairs and draw, like, till, like, way in the night. Right. And then he would get, you know, like, five or six hours of sleep and then he would do it all again. Yeah. But that's that was his routine. Yeah, I mean, if 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 I had a job in comics, I would probably work nights. I would assume. Yeah, I'm much better at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I used to be. Now that I'm nearing forty, I'm definitely feeling my age right. and getting sleepy at like eight. Yeah, or four, or <laughs> ten a.m. <laughs> I also only get like four hours of sleep a night, so I'm fucking myself. Uh, all for a job that I don't particularly care for. Right? Yeah, the, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure if that was your day job, you would, you would hit it harder. But man, I don't think anybody has ever matched oh, Kirby. Absolutely not. Like I think I remember like a few months ago, like there was like this, like list of like page outputs of oh, like, yeah. all the different artists. Kirby was number two, though. Yeah, I know. That was so weird. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt Swan. Kurt Swan. Yeah. yeah. But I think he started working earlier than Kirby. Yeah. So I don't know. And, uh, you know, no offense to Kurt Swan. I think he's a fine artist, but mm-hmm. uh, he's no Jack Kirby. No. Yeah. In fact, if Jack Kirby could go back and uh, draw the redraw the faces of all the Supermans that Kurt Swan drew, I think Ooh, the world maybe, would be a better place. Maybe that's where the page count is coming from. <laughs> All the Superman faces he had to redraw. <laughs> That's true. He's it could like be. counting them as his own. Yeah. And those are actual Kirby pages. Right? Ooh, Kurt Swan gaming the system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, one other thing, too, about Kirby, before we like stop talking about Kirby, I guess. But, Let's um, never stop talking yeah, about we Kirby. Yeah, should, we shouldn't matter. But a lot of people have mentioned over the years how his artwork, it makes... You know, it makes it quite obvious that he was really into drugs. Yeah. But he was not. No, absolutely. Like, 
like I read in interviews and uh, like he was friends with Frank Zappa, who also um, was a very creative and pro- you know productive person who you would think was really into drugs, right. but he was not. Right. So uh, sometimes this just happens. Yeah. You know where the stuff you put out looks really trippy and weird and unlike any other human, but it you know sometimes people are just really creative. Yeah. I think you know it could be they're just tapping into something that you know may in fact be otherworldly not right. to get all supernatural and philosophical but you know like maybe there's just something wired in their brains that they're able to just get oh, it oh yeah you know, and well, see the world differently than the rest of us and I think some people who are really into drugs at, at least like acid or weed um, they do kind of tap into their creative side when, right. they're, when they're like immersed in that but some people don't don't need that yeah they're well, just, like, for the, those people, it's like, well, this is the key that unlocks that, yeah. whereas, like, someone like Kirby and Zapper are just like, I'm just here. Yeah, I've, my yeah. door's unlocked. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't need a key. Yeah. Uh, I need a key. Yeah. And I have not found it yet. So, uh, good luck to us. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying. Yeah. We are very trying. <laughs> uh, well, I guess... Uh, is it time to pick another book? Then? It is. It is. Um, <clears throat> I, I I definitely don't want to pick anything that's like, you know, some sort of modern day version of Kirby's. So I just right. figured I'd pick something completely different. Okay. Uh, so. Ooh, it's on a paper. It's. I had to write it down. Yeah, that's <laughs> how unfamiliar I am with it. Um. So I think we should read Snow Day, by. I'm guessing I'm going to get these names wrong, but uh, written by Pierre Wasm and drawn by Antoine Aubin. Alrighty. Never heard of this. <clears throat> it's a, I think it's a European book. It's a humanoids publication. Okay. Yeah. Well, that raises it up a little bit for me. Yeah. Because immediately I just thought it would be like some sort of weird, like, autobio sort of navel gazing. Kind of thing, which would be the exact opposite of a Kirby. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but if Humanoids is publishing it, I'm going to guess there's probably a little sci-fi aspect. Um, not not that I know of. Okay, I mean, okay. I've kind of flipped through it, and it looks pretty much like what you what just I described. Just yeah. Right. All right. So. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Alejandro Jodorowsky is uh, spinning in his grave. Right. I believe he's still alive, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I'm not... Vetoing. Sweet. Yeah. It's a snow day. Snow day by some French dudes. Probably. Who yeah. knows? I don't know. I would I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Pierre and Antoine. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. All right. Kind of anthropomatic. <laughs> that's, that's our style, though. Also true. Yeah. Hey, well, let's go get some food. Yeah, we're really hungry. Yeah. That's probably part of it. Yeah. All right, then. Happy 100th birthday to Jack Kirby. Yeah. And uh, come back next week for Snow Day. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those things are true. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.